With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another exciting edition of Thought Police. It's me, Mike Graham, and him, Kevin O'Sullivan. Um, and the people listening will be pleased to know that we're not recording it in the evening because it's been a bit noisy the last two, yeah. isn't it? Uh, so we're back because of uh, our schedules permitting uh, in the afternoon. Yeah, uh, we're in the same pub, yeah. but there are far, there's nobody few, here. far fewer people. It's actually better, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So when, when the time comes, because you're going to be going away on holiday, which we'll talk more about in the Patreon section... Uh, if you're not a member of the Patreon Thought Police, you should be, because you'll get all some other good shit as well. Absolutely. And all the stuff that we can't say on this particular fucking podcast, right? Which is not much. <laughs> it's not much. Things that are even more outrageous. Although, to be fair, Mike, we don't use the word cunt anymore, do we? We try hard not to. We try hard not to use the word I mean, cunt. I have used it recently. I um, have been known to use the word cunt. Yeah. Um, and also, my trip to Edinburgh, there was a bit of swearing. I'll have to tell you about that during the Patreon <laughs> thing as well. Because uh, I got upbraided for using a particular word, which apparently the wokists didn't like. Uh, did you on stage? Yeah, yeah. Did you? Yeah, did, oh, well, you'd have to tell yeah, me about that. Um, but anyway, listen, here we are. We're sitting here in what can be described as a nice autumnal Fair enough kind of a it's day. Not, it's all right. It's not it? autumn, so, it's not but pissing it is autumnal. Down, but you just got back from a visit to, to North Devon. Oh, fucking hell. It was pissing down. Really. Oh, all God. It was, well, it was the eye of this storm at Storm Antonio. Yeah. So it was, literally was the eye of that storm. So it really. Sto- I've heard about storms. Well, it, it was all over. I've heard the, it was coming in southwest. The, the epicentre of it over the weekend uh, was North Devon right. in South Wales. See how they getting you to talk though now. Yeah. The epicentre. Yeah, of yeah. Storm. Well, I was. Well, yeah, but it was a fucking epicentre. <laughs> I'll tell you. So uh, I was in North Devon, a place yeah. called Biddeford. So I know Biddeford. Uh, headed for the beach on Saturday to yeah. take the, my brother's dog and my dog out, and uh, Henrietta. Uh, well, we've got about like five yards right. on the beach. She said, I have to go back. I can't continue. Because it was that it's like Scott of the Antarctic or Jeez. something. It was 65 miles an hour, the wind. I mean, fucking it was, it was, beach, whip, it was bad, whipping it? the rain into your right. face and the sand. Mm. It fucking hurt. I bet. It yeah. fucking hurt. And you could hardly walk. Mm. Dogs loved it, of course. Was there anybody there? Uh, there were a few. The funniest thing was, right? So the dogs, you know, what they're like. Yeah, they love everything. Oh, 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 oh yeah, this is oh, good. Piss them in right. Yeah, this is great. Great, yeah, just great. run over there. Tails wagging, you know. <laughs> anyway, in the distance, in this sort of howl of sort of sand and shit and rain mm. and everything, you could hardly couldn't see far either. I sort of saw this outline of a van on right. the beach, and I I joked, "Oh, look, it's an ice cream van." Mm. As we got closer, it was an ice cream <laughs> van. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hardly anyone on the beach. So the worst storm you've ever seen. And this guy figures he can sell me a fucking 99. And did you get one? No. no. I didn't, funnily no. enough. Was uh, it so, cups of tea as well? Uh, no, no, I just got the fuck out of there. Mm. Well, I, I managed to go a few, you know, 
half a mile or so and then we came back. Last time I was down in that neck of the woods, it was a couple of summers ago, we took a holiday just because we wanted to take the dog. And I remember going to some beach in, in near Biddeford, I think it was. Mm. Um, and because it, it was near, the, it might have been on the other side of the yeah. coast, but it was near, um, what do you call it, Dartmoor or Exmoor or something. Mm-hmm. But the fucking beach, it turned out, was a private beach. It was a huge, massive, great big beach, uh-huh. but privately owned by some lord oh, really? brother. And so you had to park in a car park which he owned, which he paid for, <laughs> took the dog on the beach, no fucking, no dogs allowed off the lead. And I was going, fuck this shit. Yeah. You know, I've come here to walk the dog. So we eventually went to sort of, and there was kind of ropes and places yeah. you had to walk. And I was like, I'm not fucking very keen on this. I didn't know you could even own the fucking beach. Yeah, fucking aristocrats, they think they own everything and the trouble yeah. is they fucking well, the do. the trouble is they do. <laughs> and I mean, you know, it was a beautiful, beautiful beach. But for some reason, owned by this guy, Lord, whoever he was. Yeah. I think I read that story. Yeah, eventually, it's quite a famous spot because there's a lovely hotel there. Which we you almost develop like, in the whole area. Yeah, I think so. But there's a sort of old fashioned, kind of almost Art Deco type hotel there that mm-hmm. people go from London all the time. And it was lovely to see, but you had to take the dog way the fuck about almost a mile away yeah. so that we could take him off the lead. Because I don't, I don't take Ziggy to the beach to put him on a fucking lead. Sorry, that's not happening. You know? uh, just one last fact about where I was mm. when I was on the beach. Uh, it was right next to a golf course called the North Devon Golf Course, which oh, yeah. is a classic. Link schools. At first, you think you think that looks easy, and then you think, yeah. actually, it's not typical yeah. Link schools. Anyway, it turns out North Devon is the oldest golf course in Britain. Is it? Yeah. So well, it might be England. Might be England. Must be older. Older ones. Older ones. Oldest golf. Yeah. You know where yeah. Turnbury is on the Ayrshire coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go down the road a bit, you get to this really horrible little town called Gerbin. I know that. I know that. Which has got a little nine-hole course. I once played with a mate of mine, and it was so windy. And he actually hit, he skied a drive and it went behind him. <laughs> the fucking wind was blowing so hard that it blew the ball backwards over his head. Yeah, I was, I was, play, I was playing with, I, was, I played that course with some mates of mine. Yeah. And uh, there's this friend of mine, Chris, who's, uh, I mean, he has his moments, but largely speaking, he's not a very good yeah. golfer. And uh, so he's hacking his way up this yeah. path. This path through. And it's all open, isn't it? There's no trees. Yeah, yeah, it's right. So he, it was windy and he's, uh, he's having a bad day anyway. So he's hit about four shots and he still hasn't made the green. It's a yeah. And these kids, these little kids are about 10, ride past on a bicycle and they look at him and they go, It's a par three, mister! <laughs> so he just goes, Fuck off! <laughs> As you do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's talk about the migrants then. Yeah. Uh, big so, day, big day big in the crisis. Day, yes. The Bibby Stockholm is open for business, and so the uh, massed crowds of the, you know, the, the charity guys were all sitting there with their welcome signs. Refugees are welcome here. I mean, fuck. No, they're they're not. all these kind of middle aged women who are presumably looking to get laid or something because fucking hell. Why the fuck they sit standing around fucking waving all these young men in? I don't know. But it turns out that they were a bit disappointed because two arrived and were escorted onto the Bibby Stockholm by one security guard. So there's now three people, as far as this timing is concerned. I don't know if more are going to come before the end of the day. But there's basically two people have arrived. Two. Two guys. This sounds yeah. like this sounds like the Rwanda scheme. You know, one person yeah. on a plane. You know, frickin' frack from fucking, you know, yeah. Essex or somewhere have now been put into a... I don't even know if they're in a bunk bed by themselves or whether they've got, uh, you know, a bunk bed each or they've got a room each. Just don't know. But, so this is the beginning, supposedly, uh, of this particular episode and this particular fucking uh, Yeah, enterprise. I mean, we were told... Which 50. is doomed to failure, isn't yeah. it? I mean, who knows uh, how this will pan out by the time uh, 
our fant- fantastic audience are able to listen to this. Yeah. Uh, to this edition of the well, well, let's hope we can get it out. But right now, right now, after three fucking weeks mm. of this barge sitting empty uh, in Portland Harbour in Dorset. Uh, there's no one on board. Uh, we were told that finally today 50 might go on board. Yeah. And now you're saying that it's so two. far it's two. Two. It's fucking I mean, pathetic. You would think, wouldn't you, that there's, there's enough of these characters in enough hospitals and enough hotels where they could load up a coach at least with 50 yeah. people and take a coach there. If, but what if they brought two guys in the fucking car? Two guys, two guys. Yeah. Probably a black cab from London, you know, 500 quid. Um, who knows what they're fucking doing? It's, it's not a, very it's, clear. A, it's a fucking joke, and uh, it, it, it's it's going to get worse. And of course, the local residents are um, very pissed off. Yeah. Uh, so you've got this. Well, they're mid- not all pissed off because don't forget. Well, they're know, not locals. The, the middle-aged. They're you know, not locals. Come here, refugees. They're not locals. No. They're the renter lefty mob who These just are- want to go and vote. Oh, everyone, welcome. Yeah. Rapists, killers, please come. We just love you all. Bollocks. These are, these are all the women that used to go to Ghana to pick yeah. up a boyfriend, right? Now they're all going to fucking um, the yeah, These middle class white women, that's yeah. what they are. The mm. locals who've got a stake in this, they're home. really fed up about it. And it's not surprising. There's 12,000 people live there. Uh, and they've got one copper, one GP. 509 young men are about to be foisted upon them. Mm. And they're shitting it. Right. And I don't blame them. Well, because not only are they going to be 500 of them also there, they're going to have the ability to go and do whatever they want. So many of them will probably just fuck off. You know, they'll get on suddenly rang the, the show today to say, you know, they can get on a train. Uh, the train goes to Southampton. You can get a train to London. Yeah. You know, there's nothing There's nothing keeping them on the boat. Yeah. Right. Well, no, they're not, they're, they're put, I mean, I think that's kind of right in a way. I mean, they're not criminals. Well, no, but surely, surely the point about putting people somewhere while they are processed, you have to know where they are. You know, find out if they are criminals. Well, yeah, because there might be. The point is, is that there's 500 fucking sex offenders on the loose now that nobody knows where they are. (laughs) Because they'll all be on the bibbies, but stop. Well, probably, yeah. But this is the thing. You can't, you know, you've got to keep an eye on people. You can't just go, just come to the country, we'll put you on a boat, but if you fuck off and just wander about, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, how t- the fuck does that work? That's what I mean about these old morons standing mm. there with all me- refugees mm. welcome. What terrorists? Say it killers? Now, say it clear. Refugees yeah, are yeah. welcome here. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, if they're terrorists, if they're killers, yeah, if they're course. rapists, they're they all work, welcome. Yeah, they deserve a fucking asinine, banal stance to take. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Mm. Uh, by the way, yeah. so uh, what happened with the Bibby Stockholm? Uh, it was commissioned in 1976 in Barbados. It's, quite an old boat, it's it? been sailing the seven seas all around the world for 50 years, nearly 50 mm. years. It has housed migrants, asylum seekers, homeless people, mm. and lots of construction workers. Yeah. Spent a long time in the Shetlands at one point, yeah, yeah. spent a lot of time Shetlands. in Holland, uh, and never once uh, did it catch fire. No. Never once was it a fire risk. No. It gets to Britain, it's described as as a floating Grenfell. Right. Bollocks. And guess what the well, late... It is a floating Grenfell as much as if somebody sets fire to it, it will fucking burn. And that's the only way it's going to go on fire is if mm. somebody sets fire to a room. Yeah, it's not It's not right. a fire risk. Never was, but they can. the left-wing blob conspired yeah, yeah. to say, this is a, a an inferno so waiting... So they failed. in the end, they finally couldn't hold up the traps anymore and they've had to open up the Bibby Stockholm for business. Mm. Guess what the last delay was? 
God. Not enough high-vis jackets for the <laughs> staff. Well, they only need two. Yeah. There's only two of them there. No, no, unless it's for the staff. Yeah, no, but even the staff, they've got one guy on there with the two migrants. How many more fucking staff do they need? Well, there must be quite a few, because it's going to cost them 20,000 fucking quid a day. What? That's what it's what, for high-vis jackets? No, for, to run the Bibby oh, Stock on every Why? day. Why does it cost that? Food. Fuck that. What are they giving them fucking, you know, what Kobe yeah, steak? That's what it's going to cost, £20,000 a day. Ridiculous. What are so, they f- so flying in fucking oysters from... Uh, <laughs> no doubt, no Champagne doubt. Champagne from Scotland, lobsters from Scotland. Uh, you yeah, know, the amount of money they waste on this shit is fucking yeah. ridiculous. And by the way, so, yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, and also, is it actually, it's supposed to sort of deter migrants. It looks quite nice. Yeah, it looks nice. Nice right. sea view. I've had worse holidays yeah. than fucking that. That's and by it. the way, you talked about them sort of getting off the fucking barge and getting, getting on One the train off, and going yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Well, uh, the local council will mm. be uh, taking them on three day trips to the local area, nice. taking them to Weymouth yeah, and uh, nice uh, t- also taking them to the various music festivals that yeah. happen around about Why this not? time of year. Nice. So they're getting all of this free. Yeah. There's quite a nice little kind of. Um, Adventure Park in Weymouth because I went down there once and um, there's also they've got one of those um, things that goes up and down you know it's yeah. not a restaurant but yeah. it's, just, it's one of these towns yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you go up and you see um, the sort of panoramic views yeah. of Weymouth you can also go Lulworth Cove it's quite oh, nearby lovely there. this is a nice part of the world yes. they might like it down there a couple of nice pubs I forgot um, by the way they also get uh, free trips to the cricket the Jurassic Coast who are they yeah. supporting in the cricket uh, it won't be England for <laughs> <laughs> damn fucking sure <laughs> <laughs> do Albania play cricket? No. Well, because that's the, that's the but team they, they do, But they do supply the drugs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is the thing. It's fucking unreal, isn't it, what's going on? Um, but yet, they don't have a fucking clue about how to stop anybody coming. Because, of course, as soon as you say to anyone, well, when you get here, we'll either put you in a hotel or a boat or something, they're going to keep coming. They're not going to stop coming. The barge is, fucking the, the barge is not a deterrent. No. Um, nor, nor are these... Um, by the way, they can't, the, RAF, the disused RAF bases oh, yeah. uh, remain disused. Yeah. Well, the place in Bexhill that we talked about before is still... That's North Eye that, Prison. North Eye, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's already now a group, I'm in touch with the guy who's running it. Yeah, who's, well, Jeff, uh, against, I love uh, the guy, Jeff Newman. Yeah, yeah, he's against the fucking, uh, Good uh, guy. The, the, the filling up of this place. But it's not fit for human habitation at the moment. They'll have to spend a bucket load of money on it before they put anybody in there. Yeah, do you know and how much? There, do you they, know want, much? they want to put like about a thousand in there. Well, maybe more. Do you know how much? I wouldn't be surprised. Twenty million pounds. Yeah. They're going to yeah. renovate this derelict prison I mean, for twenty million pounds. So Rishi Sunak tells us this is all to save money on our seven million pound a night hotel yeah, bill. Yeah, because he knows a lot about saving money. But it's money, not. Which, so it? it's quite expensive. It's twenty thousand quid a day for the Bibby Stock Hub. Twenty million pounds to renovate North Eye Prison. Mm. This isn't a cheap alternative no. at all. Well, none of it is. The point is, it shouldn't be an alternative because the whole point of the business of fucking housing migrants is that it's costly and it's not sustainable and nobody wants it. Mm. Apart from that, it's a great fucking policy. And you know? I, can't, I was saying on air uh, this morning, actually, look, you know, I, I get all the arguments about not turning the bones mm. back in the middle of the channel, although uh, I think... Seems we, like a pretty I, good idea to I me. think we should right. turn them back in the middle of the channel. What I would say to Rishi Sunak is, uh, if I was Rishi Sunak, I'd say to Emmanuel Macron, mm. Monsieur Macron, Hey, back in March, I gave you half a billion quid yes. to patrol your own beaches. Since then, record numbers of migrants have been crossing the channel in mm. small boats and dinghies. In other words, you've done fuck all 
with that half a billion quid, 500 million pounds yeah. I gave you. You trousered uh, it. Uh, yeah, I'm not expecting you to pay us back because you're a cheapskate Frenchman. Uh, but uh, unless I see any results from me giving you half a billion quid, that's it, I'm going to start turning the fucking boats yeah. around in the middle of the channel. And how about taking a few fishing licenses off them as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can forget buying your fucking uh, cod and chips from fucking uh, Le Manche. Because we're going to tell you not to fucking fish there, you fucking. Absolutely. So, yeah. so that, I mean, he's Rishi Sunak got away with murder there. I mean, why is he not being pilloried to buggery mm. for giving the French half a billion oh, quid for fuck all? For fuck all. I know. We got nothing well, I'm out. So you can't ask him at the moment because he's too busy going to spin classes in Los Angeles <laughs> that may or may not be occupied by Taylor Swift. Apparently, he turned up to some fucking um, spin class, which. People thought Taylor Swift might be going to because apparently they play all her music. Yeah. And this woman was on TikTok going, Oh, we were really excited because we saw like we had the all these security guys around and we yeah. thought it was going to be somebody really famous and we thought it might even be Taylor. And then they put the lights down and at the end we were all looking around and it was apparently yeah. the UK Prime Minister, yeah, Rishi well, Sunak, doing a fucking spin class with a load of kind of, you know, adolescent girls. Yeah. What's wrong with it? Well, maybe uh, t- Taylor heard that uh, Rishi was going to attend right. and swiftly changed her mind. Very good. See what I, I see did what there. Did, uh, see what I did. No uh, but you know the thing about Rishi Sunak is you, what you just said about that, that spin car. Has he ever sort of taken the cheap option with anything? No. Everything, everywhere he ever goes, it's the most expensive mm. place. He wears the most expensive suits, the most because expensive he shoes. Else. He doesn't, does he's he? He's fucking married to he's, one of the he's richest a classic women rich in the man. world. Yeah, he's, he's never known anything else no. except great wealth. No. And, and there's a fucking problem there. Well, there is a problem because he doesn't know what anybody's life is actually like. Exactly. And nobody who's in Parliament actually knows that. One of the things that I'll talk about when we do the Patreon thing, going to Edinburgh, is that you get out of fucking London as you did at the yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you was oh, discover, you hell, discover a very different place, uh, you well, know, which is not London. Well, uh, for all the Patreon people, if you want to sign up, yeah. uh, stay tuned, because I'm going to tell you about seaside deprivation. Yes. Fucking hell. Where I know. Was and, there's, the and you realise there isn't, there aren't fucking hordes of people going around in Uber execs. <laughs> fucking, you must you know, be joking. Bottles of champagne opening all the fucking Well, where time. I fucking was at the weekend, the popular form of transport is mobility scooters. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah. Um, so uh, you were telling me that Chasbo was up to his old tricks right. uh, in, the, in uh, the house you were staying in. It's my brother's uh, um, house and he stayed there before and the last time he stayed He knows there, his way around. Yeah, yeah he, he managed to open the fridge and nick all the food <laughs> from it and eat it. Uh, <laughs> and um, He's such a naughty dog. Yeah, so, so then my brother bought, went and bought a fridge lock. Right. So put the fridge lock on. And uh, Chaz uh, swiftly uh, said that word again. Quickly uh, managed to pick that lock. Just got <laughs> it off. the fucking thing off. <laughs> so they got another uh, fridge lock and uh, they put that on uh, this weekend and uh, he had that away. Uh, was he in, the, in again. And also... <laughs> What did, he, what did he get? Also, once he's done the fridge, around. once he's done the fridge, he moved on to the freezer. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> little cunt. Um, uh, let's talk about Harry and Meghan, shall we? Let's talk about Harry and Meghan. They bought a book, haven't they? But not the sort of book that you and I would buy for twenty quid to read on holiday. They've actually bought a book for how many millions? Yeah, it's three point two million dollars. Three point two million dollars. Yeah, Harry. it's a book called Meet Me at the Lake. 
uh, by someone called well, Carly so Fortune. So I can shove you in and drown it's, you. It's by an author called Carly Fortune who has just made a fortune uh, by getting 3.2 I mean, million. You must go through, you want to go through, like, there are two things I'd quite like to do in life. Sell a book to Harry and Meghan for a ludicrous amount of money. Yeah! It's worth fuck all. Or uh, be called a paedophile by Elon Musk and then sue him for a bucket load of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but the other thing about this book is, uh, guess what? It's the story of two people who meet in their 30s, oh. and one of them is suffering from the childhood trauma of a parent who died in a car crash. It also involves oh. great long discussions about mental health and drug taking. Oh, Ring any bells? Mm, I'd see. <laughs> there is a book a bit like that, isn't yeah. it, called Spare? It, it, Why didn't he just buy his own book for 3.2 well, million? Well, you know, it, it, you know that Steely Dan story? It's called, it's called Showbiz Kids. Yeah, yeah. And it goes like this. Well, the show business kids making movies of themselves and they don't give a fuck about anybody yeah. else. Harry, Meghan, listen to that song. Jesus Christ. I mean, they're fucking making a film about themselves. I know. And also... I bet what, it doesn't ever get made. Well, well, they've got problems now because of the screenwriters or the actors' strike. Uh, but, you know, when that's over... Uh, what makes them think they know how to produce a movie? Yeah. You know, if you and I... I mean... But this is the great thing about these fuckwits, right? They think, when they did the deal with Netflix, they started talking in a very kind of, you know, flowery way about how they were going to make a whole sort of bank of documentaries. And it turns out they then just bought a couple of documentaries and put Harry's fucking intro on it and then put it out as if it was one of theirs. Remember that one they did about, you know, great leading, you know... Leaders. Um, inspiring it's leaders great. of our time, which had already been filmed and done and put in a fucking box... Yeah. Harry does an intro to it, and suddenly it's Harry and Meghan's fucking documentary. Yeah, yeah well, I've got but a message. Not. I've got a message for those two fuckwits. Yeah. yeah. What would have been an interesting series is the world's worst leaders. Yes. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. Just go, inspirational leaders. Yeah. You know, positivity doesn't sell, you pricks. No, it really doesn't. And also, the idea that they think, like, do you remember the, the, the interviews that the, 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 the guy from Spotify gave? And the interesting kind of... Is there Bill Norris, I think. Yeah, yeah. and his interesting well, insight Bill Simmons, into, Bill into Simmons, what uh, Harry wanted to do. And they went, oh, so you want to introduce interviews of interesting people, Harry, for your podcast. Who, who have you been thinking about? Oh, oh, I'd like to interview the Pope. Oh, right, OK, so somebody's just going to ring the fucking Vatican and get the Pope for you. That's yeah. not going to happen. You know, that's not how the business fucking works, you little twat. If you know somebody and who's influential, you use them to get you the interview. Yeah. You don't just go to the producers of a podcast, oh, can you get me the Pope? It's like you going in the morning and going, can you get me this view with uh, Joe Biden? Yeah, yeah. You know, and the guy... I need it by 11. Yeah, I need it by 11 o'clock because I've got fucking... I've got a prereq to do, a couple of other shows. You know, I'm not pissing around. I want it now. Because that's what his background is. He just thinks he can call people and get them to do anything for him. So, you know? Exactly. So you know that. And that when you're a producer, by the way, it's your job to do everything that no one else wants to do. Mm. It's a fucking hard job. Yeah. So you know Jerry Bruckheimer, you know, yes. the biggest producer in uh, Yeah, the Top Gun guy. Yeah, used to be, yeah, Top Gun, all that. Escape from the Rock, you yeah. know, the big film he produced. It used to produce it with a guy called Don Simpson. That's right, yeah. No yeah, they were famous, weren't they? No what was their production company called? Simpson and Brock, Yeah. Know, a huge film. They, they did everything, did Don they Simpson well. used to run Paramount. And anyway, I interviewed uh, Jerry Bruckheimer when I was there. Yeah. And I said, so, you know, what, what, what does it take to produce a film? You know, what, what, what do you see as the good points about yeah. being a Hollywood producer? And he said... He said, there's one good thing about being a Hollywood producer. And I said, what's that? He said, 
well, you get a car park and it's got your name on it. Right. So he said, you, you can park. <laughs> I said, anything else? He said, not really. No, but that's it. He said, apart from that, it's a fucking nightmare. But the great thing about meeting those kind of characters who have been incredibly successful, whether they're in music or film or anything yeah. like that, or even authors, they're quite quirky, They're quite, but they're fucking driven. This cunt Harry is not driven by anything other than his own fucking narcissism. And he has no talent totally. to speak of. Yeah. He's not a good interviewer. He's not a very good subject of an interview. He talks about himself all the time. And he just doesn't... I don't, he has no discernible talent. Yeah. And, and what they're going to find out is everybody thinks they can be a producer. Yeah. Uh, it's not everybody thinks they can do what we hard, do. It's, you know, it's a lot harder than it yeah. fucking looks. But you know, I'm not going to make out that it's that difficult. You know, it's not like having a proper yeah. job. But you can't just do it because you want to. But producing a movie is difficult, yeah. fucking hard. You know, it is just literally, uh, you know, probably uh, to, uh, a film from start to finish. You're talking two years minimum, yeah. probably possibly more. And also, if you're a producer, don't you also have to get involved in all the various you technical aspects? Everything. You've got to do the everything. soundtrack. You've got to fucking worry about the money, how much you're Maybe spending. The money. You've got to put fucking limits on everything that you do. You've got to get to time. You've got to go to wherever you're going to Sierra Nevada and film for fucking anything 10 that, days. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, if, and, if, and if you're, what's his face, um, you know, Alec Baldwin, you're going to try and make sure nobody gets fucking shot dead during yeah, the process. Well, you've got to, well yeah. literally, but that... How did you, you get away you, with that? You, you, when you're the producer of a film, you, you know, you're dealing with the guns, you're dealing yeah. with, uh, as you say, produ- literally People. production problems like sound, directing, yeah. pictures, the actors, mm. r- but you're also dealing with the quality of the sandwiches, mm. if the crew yeah. can play, yeah. whether or not the taxi service right. is running properly. Yeah. And so on, you, you know, you're dealing with ma- major film issues yeah. but mostly mm. you're dealing with sort of dreadful minutiae mm. so it is a nightmare yeah. and these two naive people who think oh yeah I used to be in this little known cable show yeah. uh, oh I used to be heir to the throne mm. I suppose he still is well not really I mean number four he's down at the sixth I think, I think he's fifth at the moment is he fifth yeah, yeah. So, so, so just saying oh I know Let's be movie producers. Mm. Good luck with fucking that. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, they're going to die a dreadful death. Yes. Uh, because they don't know what they've taken on. Mm. And they don't know what they... Also, what they haven't done, which is a typical thing for narcissistic people not to do, is they haven't found themselves somebody who actually knows the business and paid them to make sure that what they do is actually worth doing. What they've done instead is gone, oh, we want to do this. And everybody else has gone, well, we don't give a fuck. You're fucking nobody. Fuck off. Yeah. And that's what's happened. Spotify yeah. have gone fuck off. Netflix have gone fuck off. Everybody else is going, well, what do you bring to the party? Yeah. Fuck all. Yeah, exactly. And producers, the good, the big producers, as I was saying, like Jerry Brookheimer and uh, uh, all, all the big names in production, mm. uh, the, the reason they're good at it is they've got a l- lifetime of experience and contacts. Yeah. So they know who to get yeah. in touch with if, I don't know, if the water supply well, goes It's right. like music producers, you know, Steve Lillywhite, anyway, I got to know quite well for a period of time, he's now more or less retired. But, you know, people wanted him on their album because he made the fucking album work. But you didn't go, this is what I want. You wouldn't, you know, if they hired Steve Lillywhite, they'd be telling him what they wanted mm. instead of letting him yeah. do what he fucking yeah. does yeah. and let him fucking take the project and make it good. Yeah, you know, pre- that's why, but these two are too obsessed with their own fucking yeah. importance that they can't give power to anybody else. And I, that's the other thing yeah, I said to, that's the other, <laughs> that's the other thing I asked Brooke I said, so what does a, a producer actually do? Yeah, yeah. 
and he goes everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, that but that is what it is. Yeah, uh, trust me, they have bitten off way mm. more than they can chew. Yeah, they but really they laughingly think that they are going to be producers of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They think they're going to commission projects. You know, they have no experience in in, in running projects in, yeah. in that way. They have no experience in finishing things. Right. You know, everything they've ever done has petered away into fucking nothing. Absolutely. You know? Um, listen, let, talking of uh, more money than sense, let's yeah. finish on a uh, shocking fact that uh, I picked up over the weekend. Uh, so, you know that useless woke woman who was running Nat West and oh, yeah. Coots? Uh, Lady Alison Rose. Dame Alison Rose. Oh, yeah, Dame Alison Rose. Who, uh, <coughs> you know, is now out of a job. Mm. Um, she was earning £5.2 million a year. And, so and about four million of that was a bonus. Mail right? on Sunday. Mail on Sunday did uh, a piece about all these fat cats. The right. guy who runs National Grid, whatever the fuck that is, uh, he got seven point three million. Million? Quid. Yeah, seven point three million. And to do this what? Is exactly? This is a con. This is a con. This country is full of fucking people like this, right? Absolute wankers who do a job which basically anybody could do because it doesn't appear to have any actual fucking. Um, Requirement for intelligence um, or accountability. You know, this woman rose. Yeah, she ruined. Not, she ruined coots. Ruined, ruined that, that west. Right. She, for the sake of putting in some fucking recyclable carpets, she's fucked an entire international bank. Yeah. She renamed yeah. it. And even Alex Salmon said, "Why on earth would you lose the name Royal Bank of Scotland? One of the great names in it's finance. Good. It's got the royal word attached to it." She changed it because she thought they had a toxic fucking uh, nick, a name of, uh, shred, because uh, of Fred, Fred the shred. shred. But she was wrong about that. I don't think that's true. And NatWest is a shit name, and Royal Bank of Scotland is a great name. Good name. She ruined it. She ruined the company. She brought in all this wokery. She actually took the share price down yeah. the toilet even before yeah. Yeah. the Nigel Farage stuff started. Yep. But you're right. But, but who fucking pays these people this yeah. kind of money? So she, she thought that the bank's values and mm. supporting the LGBT oh. community Bonks. and the fucking trans community and all that, yeah. she thought that was the important thing. So she disappeared mm. that bank, took that bank down a fucking woke rabbit yeah. hole, uh, both banks, yeah. NatWest and Coots, and fucked them. Yeah. Absolutely fucked them. Look at the mess they're in now. I know. Uh, she presided over this disgraceful system of closing bank accounts for people's political beliefs. Did you see that story as well? Uh, not just Coots and NatWest, yeah. but all of our banks oh, collectively over the last mm. three years, uh, four years, have closed over a million bank accounts. It's fucking outrageous. how they've some, been doing it. Some idiot on Twitter said to me, most of those will be due to money laundering. A million people no. money laundering? No. I don't think so, no, mate. Because I've got some news for the people that think the banks stop people money laundering. They don't. Mm. People who launder money do it very fucking smartly. Yeah. They don't get caught. And that's how it happens. And they right? certainly don't do it on that scale. No. They're not. They're not find, catching three hundred and fifty thousand I mean, money I, launderers. I can tell a you year. where to find money launderers. Right. First of all, go and find any fucking Turkish barber in your high street who'd no fucking customers in there, turning over fifteen grand a week. That's money laundering. Yeah. But nobody stops them. Um, go to any casino that you find in fucking Britain yeah. and look at all the people who are putting cash over the fucking counter yeah. and taking cash out. That's money laundering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because the casino companies are doing it, but the people are yeah. doing it. It's washing money. But, but, there but are, if you're actually an ordinary citizen applying for a bank account or trying to get a mortgage and they accuse you of money laundering, yeah. you're not money laundering. I know. It's just bollocks. It's these lefties are still trying to justify 
Oh, cancel- I know. Cancellation of Farage. Oh, because they hate him so much that they want him yeah, to yeah, be yeah. wrong. So they go, no, 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 the reason the, bank clo- the banks close accounts is because of money laundering. What, a million? Yeah. No, it's not a million people out no. there laundering but money, typical, you absolute fucking idiots. Isn't it also typical, though, that because these lefties hate Farage so much, they're actually now defending private banking. You know, whoever thought that, that would be what they were yeah. doing. And they're yeah. also buying into the fact that Coots, arguably the most exclusive business in the entire world that serves the rich, the famous and royals yeah. uh, is inclusive. Yeah. It's not fucking inclusive. That's the whole no, point of fucking it must be inclusive because they've got a pride flag as you walk in. Yeah. Fuck off. Right. And well, we, we did recycled carpets. We did rename it Cunts, didn't we? The last Cunts. time we were on. <laughs> you know. Come and join our bank. It's really, really super duper. Do you know what? The wokery though thing is, is catching on. See, Daily Mail this week started... Yeah. Um, uh, a woke watch, which is I think copied from. You my, do it as well. Well, right? I did the world of woke. I think they've copied it because they nicked it this week and they've now started doing a Good. story every fucking day. And people are sick to death of it. Absolutely sick to fucking death of it. Yeah, and Telegraph for a long time has been doing page after page after yeah, page. I know. A lot of it gets like woke white noise. To be honest, yeah, yeah. You just think, oh, well, this is it. I mean, you don't. Get, it's no point getting worked up about absolutely everything. But I did quite like that story today, which we did, which was this um, the Seattle Museum. Um, it's the Museum of Culture, yeah. uh, Mopop or something it's called. Um, and they've got an exhibition on about Harry Potter, but they've expunged any mention of J.K. Rowling. Yeah, who created it. Harry yeah. Potter? Well, I can't don't tell you. Know. No, no. Don't know. No. Don't know who wrote the book. Some, some turf. Yeah. You know, can't be having anything to do with that. So there's no mention of J.K. Rowling fucking at all pathetic. in this fucking entire exhibition about Harry Potter. Just ridiculous. And by the way, did you see that Universal, uh, who have the deal the contract oh, yeah. to do all the Harry Potter films so they remember they, they, they had this sort of big celebration of 10 years of Harry Potter yeah. or whatever and they didn't invite her yeah uh, so it was that this so she was getting cancelled mm. by Universal yeah. just like she was cancelled by Daniel Ratcliffe oh, and yeah. all the people who all those other stuff those little sh- ungrateful little yeah. shit who were nobodies before yeah, they who, who started in their film anyway uh, Universal having sort of gone down the road of cancelling mm. um, uh, guess what they quietly renewed her contract because yeah. they fa- fancy a few more Harry well, Potter do you so. remember when fucking um, one of the publishing companies I'm not sure which one it was um that she writes for were approached by the uh, wokists inside the company you know the little fucking yeah. you know 20 somethings yeah, 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 millennials yeah. who were all upset about JK Rowling and they were like we want you to cancel her contract and they were like well we're not doing that because she sells more books than anyone in the history of the fucking world yeah. so fuck off basically yeah yeah I mean these corporations uh, money talks uh, but too often though I mean full marks at Universal for at least Realising that J.K. Rowling might be quite important to their financial future, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. too many of these businesses, like Dame Alison Useless, yeah, uh, they, they they stop caring about profits oh, yeah. or There's conducting no their, <laughs> They just want you to know they have value. Values. Fuck your values. I don't give a fucking well, toss no. about your fucking values. The share just values. bank my money, you yeah. idiot. But unfortunately, the share values are not quite what they were. No, yeah. there we are. The final wokest we should talk about is old Rapinoe, the American footballer. Um, you know, the American women's footballer who was the captain years and years ago, played in her last World Cup and is now apparently being absolutely fucking slaughtered 
because first of all, when they had the national anthem, refused to put her hand on her chest like all the rest of them, took the knee and fucking didn't sing it because, you know, America's such a horrible place that she can't possibly, even though she represents her own fucking country, can't sing the national anthem. Then um, was the one who took the final penalty in the shootout, fucking missed it. Oh, yeah, I right? saw that, yeah. And then started laughing. Skied it. Yeah, it skied it. There's, in fact, there's a, there's a great meme going around of the ball, as you would expect, going out into the sort of stratosphere. <laughs> and then coming back in and hitting Joe Biden and knocking him out. I'd say, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, another one, Megan Rapido, uh, one of these woke fucking footballers who used to talk about the trans... Um, footballing debate and wanted every fucking bloke to be able to play women's football and she's now been fucked and she's going out of the tournament and out of people's kind of consciousness as a total and utter failure Yeah, I, as I, it should be so there's a lot of things so yeah. good fucking riddance a lot of things I can say about the women's world cup the main thing I want to say is it's shit hey hey hey, hey I don't like mm. women's football because it's not as good as men's football yeah what's the point of watching that's it, it? You know, worse than that though did you see on the front pages this morning one of the fucking papers had a picture of the netball team the women's netball team you know heartbreak for the roses yeah what by the, by the who way, cares I know and by the way uh, so our colleague our semi-colleague mm. uh, Adam Bolton on Times Radio oh yeah uh, he, he, <laughs> he likes the like, netball they game. were talking about women's football he said isn't it just a bunch of women having a kick about <laughs> <laughs> But here's my final question. Like my, my, my final point is, so this game, the women's, women's football, which, you know, good. I'm glad they're all enjoying it and I'm glad people, but I don't like it much. Too slow. Yeah. Too, uh, it's too, shit. Too, incom- too incompetent. It's shit. Yeah, and the goalkeepers can't say it's shit. shit. I mean, uh, the it, goalkeepers are crap, right? But it was still nil-nil. Yeah. What the fuck? The England game is nil-nil. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, the yeah, fucking too. US game is Anyway, when, when there's a free kick, you know, like from 20, 30 yards. So let's say 30 yards. So you know the defenders form a wall. Yeah. So you know that the men, you know, cover their privates. Yes. The women do it as well. well Why? They haven't got any bollocks. No. Why well, are so they maybe, doing it? Maybe some of them have. That's the whole point. Well, maybe it's, some of them have. It, it, they're trying to ape the man's yeah. game yeah, to yeah. the point where they cover their testicles. <laughs> Maybe they've got something. Maybe, that's, uh, it, uh, maybe that's the answer. Is there something they're not telling us? Or maybe, you know, getting um, a, a ball in that particular part of your women's anatomy is also painful. I don't know. Well, well, I, well, don't care, I, I feel a thought police experiment coming on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. get a wall of women, uh, kick a ball at them, see what happens. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, um, we'll be doing a Patreon edition later on you're off on holiday so we're going to talk about that yep. uh, and you'll be back of course in a couple of weeks time so in the meantime this has been brought to you by suitablechoices.co.uk uh, what's our friend's name Dave Johnson, Dave Johnson. Uh, if you need uh, any kind of mortgage help uh, if you've got enough money to buy a house the prices are still falling by the way so go to suitablechoices.co.uk and he will help you out meanwhile uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks time I think we've sold all the tickets for a live podcast recording be there right here Uh, it's going to be outside as well so bring an umbrella well Um, it's in a tent it is in a tent it's It's still if it's pissing down really badly the fucking don't say that of course they'll come they don't care get fucking pissed you won't get wet honestly yeah alright promise you won't get wet but you might get pissed and uh, we demand you get pissed we do absolutely do that so uh, check us out on Patreon at the Thought Police uh, Twitter account as well Uh, and we'll see you soon fuck off exactly right Thank you.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.